a man growing up with a cane pole in his hand. Box full of trim sitting down by the street, but leaves him to the corpus pale. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I wanna go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I wanna go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I wanna see how far this country goes. Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with DJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, if you're going, leave the sink and shake. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live from the bunkhouse. That's just an old pin jack on the back of the ranch. We call it home live every Sunday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. Central or 24-7, 365 on your favorite podcast platforms. You can go to theoutdoorzone.com. We'll take you there. You can also find each one of us listed there with a biography and contact information. Need a speaker? Need somebody to come to your event? Feel free to check it out. Get in touch with us at theoutdoorzone.com. My name is TJ Graney. In the bunkhouse with me, this old tin shack with me is Cody Ryan. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> the beef. Woo! Oh. <laughs> That's my, is that better than an owl? Oh, I like them both. Maybe you go. Uh, woo, the owl woo, is. Woo, woo, woo. The owl is weak. Uh, Skywire is the ranch mm. hand that gets here early, makes sure the gate gets open to all the stuff works around this place got to have a ranch hand that knows his job and how to get things done around here we wouldn't get anything done around here. i love how i come up with these nicknames that y'all think are terrible and then it it just becomes the nickname you know tie tie for tie wire holding well, what would things we do together without you? Makes, that's the question I, would we, we would be nowhere that? we'd just be wandering you you'd be wandering yeah, around. we'd just be going blah, 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 uh, i don't get it blah, blah, blah. yeah that's Please. pretty much right yeah yeah i'll Man. go with that it gets me out of my mental out of the my little location you know I won't say where the so, truth is where would we be without mcbrides with the way society is pounding on our rights to own guns it's imperative Unlike any time before, to support our local gun shops, the ones we trust, McBride's Guns. They're family-owned and operated, local full-service firearm dealer. They've got a gunsmith on there that can take care of any issues you have with your firearms. They've got uh, great staff there that can help you find any firearm you're looking for, ammunition you're looking for. They got it. They'll find it. They'll get it. You'll find McBride's in the same place it's been for years Right there on the corner of 30th and Lamar, call them 512-472-3532 or check them out online at McBridesGun.com. McBride's Guns. Yeah, they're our hometown gun shop. So, thank you, 
regulators for being tuned in. Uh, thank you to all our friends across the country that are tuned in. Uh, whether you listen to this live or whether you're listening to us on one of our uh, podcasts, thank you for that. Um, so a lot of people over the last two years have done, uh, especially last year, huge uh, travel vacation national park year. I mean, break, break, record-breaking visits to the national parks across the country. And so, and it was beautiful for years, for years, it's been uh, people from out of the country that have come to our national parks, Yellowstone, places like that, the Grand Canyon. And, uh, but last year and, and pretty much the year before, um, it was you guys, it was us that went to our national park. So it's a beautiful thing to see people getting outside and doing some of that. Um, but there was, there was encounters with wildlife right now. There's a rash of bison or Buffalo attacks in American bison, the American bison, just American. Um, people getting slung all over the place in Yellowstone. It's happened a couple of times because people were not aware of their surroundings, just like what happens in the big cities. People not aware of their surroundings. I know. You, Sorry, it's my biggest pet it, I peeve. think, well, I think, I think Buffalo attacks in the big city have, bison. have skyrocketed. Bison attacks. Yes. In the, in like <laughs> Boston, the, the Boston bison attacks are no, infamous. I, I'm now. just, it's I'm talking about like people. Crazy. I'm talking about the mindset of people's awareness of their surroundings. Is that not lacking? And well, maybe sometimes the you reason just come why... face to face with something like the grizzly bear in Wyoming mountains, the hiker bumped into the man was hiking Frank's peak, the highest peak in Wyoming's ab, ab Saroka range on Monday, June 27th, Wyoming game and fish said he stumbled upon a grizzly in what appears to be a surprise encounter. The man an experienced out of state recreationalist was hiking at high elevation when he encountered the bear at close range. Game and fish officials said in the news release, the encounter happened too suddenly for him to deploy the bear spray he was carrying. The man was injured and flown in a helicopter to a hospital in Billings, Montana. Officials did not disclose the man's current condition or identity. Game and fish doesn't plan to take action to find the bear. Game and Fish will continue to monitor bear activity in the area and will make management decisions in the best interest of public safety. So the situation is if you are living in a homeless camp in Alaska <laughs> or if you're in a national park this summer, what do you do if you encounter a bear? And so I came up with the what to do if you see a bear list. There we go. Oh my and goodness! In honor of this being uh, a bear very important Sunday, Ugh. a very important podcast. Oh my gosh! Bear attacks in the U.S. are rare, according to the National Park Service. Bears in most attacks are trying to defend their food, cubs, or space. Okay. So, or Check. they're looking for something chewy, like a leg. In some cases, there are some steps people can take to help prevent bear encounters from becoming bear attacks. You think they're like, hey, that guy's leg will be a lot more chewy than that guy's. Because if that's the case, beefsteak, 
You want to go on some hikes? <laughs> Anytime I'm hiking, your leg's a lot more chewy than mine. Uh, I'll be sticking well, out of the tent. It, it says identify your first thing to do is identify yourself. Talk calmly and slowly wave your arms. This can help the bear realize you're human and non-threatening. Hey, I'm Cody. Hey, what's up? How you doing? <laughs> what up, bear? I'm just walking away from you now. <laughs> what's up, yo? The other direction. It says stay calm. Bears usually don't want to attack. They want to be left alone. Talk slowly with a low voice to the bear. Now, that sounds like if you, Cody, you could teach that class. Hi, bear. I'm Cody. Welcome to the forest. I'm just visiting. Allow me to pass or be on your way. Shoot, <laughs> I really bear. want to be left alone. I really want to be left alone. <laughs> you know, I don't uh, see. I, I, you remember that movie? Um, revenant the revenant where uh he there's that intense bear encounter as realistic as you can get oh is that the one where he falls off and he ends up having to live inside the guts of his horse or something yeah but that wasn't the main gist of it i'm talking about that was that was awesome that part wasn't awesome what was awesome is just sit sit there for five minutes and watch this very incredibly realistic bear attack. Of, well, so was, uh, what was the other movie um, about the guy left alone in the woods that, uh, oh, gosh, what's his name? I know people are listening or going. It's Jeremiah Johnson. Oh, yeah. Was it Jeremiah Johnson? Wasn't he the one that got attacked by the bears and then ended up befriending the Indians? Anyway, so don't do that. Don't scream. Screaming could trigger an attack. You know, it'd be really good if you um, had this list and you printed this list out and then you um, laminated it and carried it in your pocket so you could go through it. <laughs> yeah. And when you, go down. When you, I mean, this is like something. Step wait, one. wait, bear. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Let me pull out my list here. Number one. Okay. I'm just walking. Number two, three, four. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, I've got Cody with me. It says here, pick up well, small children. Don't let the kids <laughs> run away from bear. It could think that they're small prey. <laughs> Turn and run. No. Hey, <laughs> yeah. Say, yeah, I can see you, Beef and Cody, and Beef would say, hey, Cody, why don't you run over there? Yeah, turn and run. <laughs> Squirrel. Hey, bear. Distract them hey. a little What's bit. What's up, bear? Look, at that look over there. There's, a, there's some prey <laughs> running over there. <laughs> Oh, so you're uh, saying he would befriend me as another bear, is what you're saying. Right. And he'd see Cody running, he'd think, oh, yeah. there's the prey. And I was just... That's why all those guys in downtown Austin call you their little bear. Oh, hey, hey. Right? We're not going to go there. Called? We're not going there. This or is a bear. bear. Papa bear, isn't that what they call you? <laughs> La bear. It says, hike in groups. A group is noisier and smellier. The National Park Service said bears like to keep their distance from groups of people. I like that they added smellier, and that is the word that they used, smellier. Well, I'll tell you smellier. what smellier is, beefsteak's car, but he can take <laughs> it and at least get it repaired at Sun Auto, right? That's right. That's right. Now, you know, it's tough for me to give up that right. 
to have someone else working on it. But everybody at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired, and it can be hard to find a mechanic you can trust. We use our friends at Sun Auto Service. Sun Auto Service is a family-owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. When it comes to your auto repair and maintenance needs, brake repairs, transmission services, Sun Auto sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at the Sun Auto Service repair shop nearest you. Where to go? 405 West Slaughter Lane, 1300 Medical Parkway, Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, and Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road, 620. Follow them on Facebook for great maintenance tips and specials, or just go right to their website, sunautoservice.com. All right, we got some more um, preventative tips on uh, bear attacks if you encounter a bear. And we got our PETA report coming up next. We're going to tell you that the PETA folks are, are chewing on each other. We'll tell you more about it. It's the Outdoor Zone live in the bunkhouse. Hey, follow us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, American Blood Brothers. This is Ted Nugent on the Outdoor Zone, live from the bunkhouse with my blood brother, TJ. Whack em. And stack them, would you? All right, welcome back, regulators. Thank you for tuning in to the Outdoor Zone. Follow us on our brand new website, theoutdoorzone.com. Uh, we appreciate y'all tons. Hey, more Jeeps winning awards like the 2020 Kelly Blue Book resale value. Start making summer memories in a new Jeep today. During the Make This Summer event at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Build it, buy it, we'll deliver it right to your driveway. Just because it's not in stock doesn't mean you have to settle for less. Our team at Nile Maxwell Supercenter will sit down with you and build out the exact Jeep that best suits your needs. We're the number one volume sales leader in Central Texas, and nobody has more Jeeps than us with a larger inventory with more options than anyone else in town. Now, Maxwell Supercenter, 620 and 183 in Austin. See all the savings online at nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. So now it's time for our PETA report. They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA Report, because we love animals too. They taste great. So, the PETA folks are just chewing each other up, and you gotta love it when they just start to realize that, hey... Some of this stuff is just kind of ridiculous. There's a new movie coming out called The Longest Ride, and it's about a bull rider, a PBR bull rider, professional bull rider. Hasn't that been out for a long time? Mm. Uh, well, there was an old version of The yeah. Longest Ride, but it was it was not it was not this bull ride. I don't think it was a bull riding movie. Wasn't it a Harley movie or something? What was it? Beef? <laughs> the Longest Ride? I can't remember. But anyway, this one's about, uh, it's modern day professional bull rider. And uh, and it's, I watched the previews for it. And it is super uh, cliche lovey-dovey. 
Oh. I mean, it is. It's probably good. You probably go get a date night point with your wife if you go watch it. Uh, a bull ride movie is lovey dovey. Dude, I'm telling you, it's all about. Oh, don't do that. If you get hurt, it will break my heart. And then he gets hurt. Um. Anyway, it. But and our so, heart breaks. So PETA is all up in arms, obviously, because they're doing the PBR, you know, and the, and the Professional Bull Riders Association's all up in this. And they had Humane Society on the set when they were doing the any bull riding scenes. And the everybody's telling the PETA, like, hey, these, these bulls are treated with highest well i mean they're treated like kings they have the best of everything and uh but what i thought was interesting the interesting part was uh 20th century fox stepped in and said hey PETA, they're not hurting these animals they're not doing anything (laughs) 20th century fox now you'd think they're one of the groups that you know are afraid at the at the uh, tweet that might you know give them a rash on their knuckle or something i don't know but but now you're getting into their money though a little bit well it was 20th century fox stepped in well i mean they've shut down movies before because of stuff happening like dogs in the movies that yeah yes got bad i mean they have what was the like Tim Allen did one with a talking dog one time and Peter went nuts on it and they just man they just collapsed the whole movie. Well, what I it like what stupid. I like about this though is that they aren't doing that. Maybe they've gotten fed up with it. And that's just said, what I'm saying. I'm saying that they're you know they're just getting to a point where it's like okay, th- this is over the top. We you're can't insane. Do anything we can't do anything really, and not. I just thought it was... Uh, How boring would that movie be, you know, if they... I mean, what would it be? Are you, are you saying this is a... Talking? Are you saying this is a setup that it is to gain publicity, Cody well, Ryan? You know, PETA's just... PETA's, that's all they're interested in is PR so they could raise more money so they could pay their salaries. They're not doing anything, but I have a, a suggestion. I have a suggestion for PETA. For our good friends over at PETA. I said, there is a deal that I found where your money and your PR could probably be helpful. It says, biologist fierce confirmed on the lower Colorado River for National Park Service fisheries biologist Jeff Arnold. It was a moment that he'd been dreading bare-legged in sandals. He was pulling in a net in a shallow backwater at lower Colorado River last week when he spotted three young fish that didn't belong there. Give me a call when you get this, he messaged a colleague snapping photos. Minutes later, the Park Service confirmed their worst fear. Smallmouth bass had been found and were likely reproducing Colorado River below (coughs) Glen Canyon Dam. They may be beloved sport fish, but smallmouth bass feast on humpback chub, an ancient threatened fish that is native to the river. So this biologist found... That smallmouth, because the the Colorado River was so low, that the the fry and the smallmouth bass were getting through the dam, 
and they're getting into the, the Colorado River where it goes through the Grand Canyon, and it's eating these small fish that have been there for thousands of years that they finally started getting them to come back, and they're called chub, I guess. And, um, and so they have this kind of this catastrophe, and they're thinking about having to, you know, not let so much water through the dam. What, what can we do to keep this biological disaster from happening? And I thought, but why perfect. is... Why is Perfect. that a biological disaster? Because when they've been trying nature... to get these chub back. I know they, there's 150 different non-native thing? fish in, in Lake Michigan. But they're, this, I mean, these people have been working on it. So, okay, I'm, but, but what my point was is, hey, PETA, you want to do something important. Find a project like this. Go get them. Go put on your sandals and your shorts and go down there and help this biologist work on this project go do something how about that well they don't want to get their birkenstocks wet right you want to you go you want to go wet. do something important go they won't to, fit right go to anchorage and help clean up that campsite and help figure out how to get those people out of that park so they don't have to kill any more bear you want to do something important, go do something. But that would mean go that PETA would look at root problems then. And they wouldn't just look at surface symptoms and try to put a Band-Aid on it. Yeah, what? you're trying to educate just saying, dude. mentally deficient. That's what you're trying to do. And it's it's a very hard thing to do if somebody's been working so hard in one direction to change their entire strategy. So it's not going to happen. Realistically, it's not going to happen. Well, so, I've been thinking they are going to have to get off the couch and they are going to probably have to do something between, I don't know, uh, 11 in the morning and four in the afternoon. I mean, yeah, they're, and they're going to probably have to leave their computer and not be at home or at the coffee shop. Their business model seems to be working just fine the way it is. Well, they're getting paid just no, that's what plenty of money. Does. See, but when I'm trying to Who figure out money? after we do all these PETA things, are they just really smart and figured out how to make money and they understand what they're doing? They really do? Or oh, yes. are they like that lady that was interviewing that a NASCAR guy and heard them chanting in the background and and trans you know did she do that on purpose or did she translate it into let's go brandon you know was it just a mental thing or is it purposeful i i can't figure it out with these no, it's people a mental thing it's a deficient it's a it's a mental disorder. yeah but how does that get over to the next people in in some liberal colleges and uh and and others that help or bring kids along and they think that there was a kid on KOZ and he was like, if we put up fences, then we're killing. And I'm like, okay, let's talk about this for a minute. <laughs> and you, obviously he was repeating something you heard at school from a teacher. Man, I was talking, I was talking to a, uh, a young guy this week, probably he's in his mid thirties. he said, and he just moved here a couple of years ago moved to texas a couple years ago from like louisiana or something he said man what's up with these high fences we got to have a conversation about all these high fences around here and i just went 
dude, you are like 20 years behind on that conversation. <laughs> uh, high fences are in Texas. They're not you, Your rant is not going to have the high fences taken down. Sorry, buddy. You're, you know, if but you're it's raised, next generation, next group of people. They've been fed. If you're raised your entire life, entire your entire life and was told that the grass is blue and that's all you've ever heard you would stand up and say the grass is blue by golly it's blue right and that's exactly what's happening that these folks have been indoctrined thinking that the grass is blue it's not green the grass is not green and they're going to stand by that that the grass is blue because that's what they've been taught that's what they've heard that's what they've seen that's what they've been told, and that's what they're standing by. Well, and as, that's how it works, in my opinion. As these um, incredible and um, energetic and vibrant PETA folks make their way up to Anchorage to work on the homeless problem and the bear encounters, um, we need to give them some more tips on what to do if they see a bear. Um, I would say the most important thing is to throw your backpack down, um, jump up and down, run around in circles, try and run away as fast as you can. And um, <laughs> No, you put the backpack on Cody and let him run. Make yourself around. look big. Move to high country and stand tall. Don't make any sudden movements. Don't That's drop your advice. bag. A bag on your back can keep a bear from accessing food, and it can provide you some protection. So as it's ripping into your back, it's tearing into the backpack instead of your. Uh, Man, you know why what? wouldn't you just wear a a, a a bulletproof vest when you go on your hike? That's an option. Walk slowly. Walk away slowly. Move away. Uh, move sideways so you appear less threatening to the bear. This also lets you keep an eye out. Again, don't run. Bears will chase you just like a dog would. Don't climb trees. Grizzlies and black bear can also climb. Sideways? Yeah, that was cool, right? That was interesting. Anyway, so uh, thank you. I want to thank you in advance for you, um, PETA, Humane Society, the folks that are uh, heard about through our show this problem in Anchorage and that are going up there and booking flights right now to go up there to work on the bear human uh, encounter problem. Um, I can't wait to have you on the radio show and talk about on the podcast, talk about this incredible work that you are about to start and what you do there. But make sure before you go that you find affordable, top quality healthcare options that can be tricky to find for entrepreneurs, yeah. sportsmen, and those that are self-employed. Altria HealthShare, you know, they're a 501c3 organization that's been sharing medical needs for over 25 years. Altria HealthShare is not insurance, however. It offers a powerful alternative to traditional insurance and skyrocketing cost. Altria HealthShare is a care-sharing ministry, which means that members commit to a standard, a statement of standard, which includes healthy lifestyle choices. They contribute each month to a membership escrow, and eligible medical needs are then shared from that escrow account. It's simply, it's really that simple. You can find out how much you can save. It's what my family uses. Just go on myshare.org, Altura HealthShare, where we care for one another. All uh, right. 
Oh, coming up next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Armed Citizen Report coming up next. We want to tell you thank you for listening to the show and tune in to us 24-7-365 at com. I'm Andy Morgan, and I fish FLW, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back, regulators. Hey, here in the bunkhouse, uh, this is a notice to you antis and terrorists, us bunkhouse boys, our regulators. We don't give in to you anti-gun crowd, PETA terrorists, or Taliban. It's how we roll here in the bunkhouse. Keep us informed by riding the trail with us all week online at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, Austin's hottest new restaurant, sure, Raw Bar and Grill. Today's Sunday, <laughs> Sunday brunch day. Man, this morning you can do the, starts 11 o'clock, you can do the Sunday morning jazz brunch all morning and early afternoon. Uh, you can sit inside or sit outside on that great patio. Go check out some of their fresh fish and oysters flown in fresh every week, handpicked by our buddies Rick Wahlberg and Jim Snyder just for you. Follow them on their social media. Their Facebook page is, is killer. Uh, live music almost every night. I think there is live music every night. I mean, they have brought back the live music capital of the world just on their own over there at Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Fine food, fine music, fine time together. Um, uh, Rick Wahlberg, Jim Snyder invite you to join them at Shore Raw Bar and Grill located on Highway 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the Y and Oak Hill, the Shore Raw Bar and Grill, shoreatx.com for all the details, shoreatx.com for all the details, Shore Raw Bar and Grill, go get you some. Now it's time for our Armed Citizen Report. Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth. This is the Armed Citizens Report for the week. So one of the things that we talk about in this segment every week is we typically give you examples of armed citizens who have defended themselves or their family or their homestead. And, um, but what you don't hear, what you hear in social media, what you hear in the news, the liberal news media today is, is rarely ever, if ever a true story about someone defending themselves, like what we report on. Um, and, I thought it was interesting, um, this article, how often do armed citizens defend themselves? How often are firearms used defensively in the United States? According to the most recent study, 1.6 million times annually. Million. Million. 1.6 million, not once or twice, not 371, not 32,000. It's 1.6 million times annually. Over a lifetime, about a third of 
gun owners will use a firearm defensively at least once. This recent data is broadly consistent with decades of social science research. And a lot of that research was done in California. Careful what you ask for. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. And some predictions, some predictions say as high as 3.6 million. They just, they just don't want that. And, uh, and the CDC at the time gave lots of publicity to CDC studies that supported gun control. The CC, CDC did not call attention to what it found about the, uh, about this. So the CDC is known about this. Um, the the media news media has known about it it's been done these the los angeles times did some of this polling and study work right and, and they don't talk about it and the numbers no, it doesn't and you hear it doesn't fit the agenda it doesn't fit the agenda well i mean there's no other way to put it right it doesn't well fit the argument the agenda. that some of the people are using is that when you go to defend yourself, does that mean you actually fire a shot? And out of the 1.8 million incidents, like they went and they retrieved a firearm um, because they thought someone was outside. At half a million of those, uh, which were armed intruders, and they saw a burglary. Another half a million in which the burglar was scared away by the firearm. I think those all count. And they're saying, no, 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 that doesn't count. If you grab a gun and defend your home because you think you hear something, whoa, if someone comes in and uh, and you get burglarized, okay, uh, what about the times when you scare them away? I think those are all valid. I do, too. I, I, what, what we want to do is we just want to make sure that the um, – Millions of gun owners out there that have legally purchased a firearm and all you incredible new gun owners, you brand new gun owners, you, you millions of new gun owners out there that are uh, tuned into our show um, that we that we want you to to just know that, yeah, your decision to do that, your decision to own that firearm, your decision to protect your family have that as an option to protect your family you you're absolutely you're absolutely right so the disco you, family reunion that i had you know a week or a week ago one of the my brother-in-law is uh lives in illinois and he said i would never have a gun in my house ever so i got a chance to talk these to conversations him. still continue at yes. your family reunion i uh and, and so i didn't want to argue with him too much but yes we, you did i did man i really oh, wanted to get much. into it but i didn't want to like have it overbearing and become this you know thing where we're fighting <laughs> as we go down the road right and i uh i simply said to him after we talked about it for a little bit i said you know what we're driving in this uh, in the Yukon here, and I just don't like to keep a spare tire. I just I don't like to keep my jack. If something happens, I'll just call someone, and they'll figure it out. And the and then I just left it at that. And he came back later and told me that that made a big impact because the idea of 
having a spare tire is so in case something happens, you 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 have you can fix the problem or you can address it, right? Same thing as having a firearm in your house. Interesting. I had. Uh, you don't like that, son. Cody? You don't I, like that I, argument? I actually like that. I think that's uh, that was a great analogy. Actually, I'll give you I'll give you some street cred for that. Wow. I'll give you some other street cred. Hey, Keystone Bank. Uh, man, we love these guys. Cody and I both bank with them, and um, we love having a banker that we can pick up the phone and call and get something done. Experience the value of community banking where local matters. They care about being your banker. Austin community members, families, and entrepreneurs all are finding their way to Keystone Bank. Founded by Jeff Wilkinson and his team, operated right here in Austin, Texas, by locals just like you. That's why we're so invested in our community and in its success. When you bank with Keystone, you'll enjoy the local relationship-based service that sets us apart, and we love that. Banking at your fingertips anywhere, anytime. you got to have that. To learn more or get started with the Keystone account, visit one of our locations in person, 11,500 BKs Road, West Austin, 500 Pressler Street, downtown Austin, or 900 Hutchins Avenue in beautiful Ballinger, Texas. Or just go to the website, keystone.bank, for all their information. Keystone.bank, for all their information. I had a, uh, uh, a guy and his son come up to me after church last Sunday, and he said, hey, <clears throat> got, got, first time I met them, they're new to our church, and they're from New York. New York and, City? Uh, and he said, hey, I hear you're an outdoor guy. And the son is probably early 20s. He goes, I want to learn about guns. We're thinking about buying a gun. And the dad said, yeah, uh, mom doesn't want a gun in the house. And the son said, but we could have one and not tell her. I said, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> First of all, you don't have a gun in the house and not let mom know. Second of all, you need to probably do hunter safety and you need to do a firearm safety class. And there's yep. some stuff that you need to do. It's just what everybody should do. I said, but if you just want to find out about them and touch them and all that kind of stuff, I can get you with some guys and you can go out and sit on the, sit on the back of a pickup truck on a ranch somewhere and learn about some guns and shoot a few guns and see if you even like it. Um, but it was interesting to me that they were so excited about exploring that option. It was, it was good. You should have seen the good. look on the boys faces. There was not dread. It was smiles and intrigue and, uh, just the challenge and meeting the challenge and doing something with firearms. It was very impressive. These young men were incredible. Well, yeah. it's it's statistically it's easy to prove statistic statistically, and we do it all the time as we speak around the country that a somebody who is trained properly about firearms is far less likely to have the problems that someone who is just completely anti has never touched them, doesn't understand them, and um, it's just a fact. It's just, it is what it is. Hey, I'll, so take, I'll tell you what else is a fact, is that you can get the perfect trucker SUV. If you can't find it, let the professionals at Nile Maxwell GMC build one for you. Just because it's not in stock doesn't mean you have to settle for less. 
because our team at Nile Maxwell GMC will sit down with you and build the exact vehicle that suits your needs. I've got a buddy that's got one uh, in the works right now. He's getting one built. Here's how simple it is. Walk in, sit down with one of our professional great experts and uh, at one of our GMC experts, build the exact truck you want and you'll receive it pre-order discount. Now, unlike those other dealerships, you won't find the added charges or market adjustment addendums either. Just a great Nile Maxwell GMC price on the entire lineup of new trucks, Sierras, Yukons, Terrains, Acadias, Canyons, and even the professional-grade heavy-duty GMCs are included. Go see our friends, Nile Maxwell GMC. They're at exit 256 in Round Rock. You can also check them out online, nilemaxwellgmc.com. See dealer for details because we are professional grade all right coming up next dirt talk you don't want to miss it we got a great little segment for you and beef's going to get drawn in heavy on this one it's dirt talk the outdoorzone.com How can you not jam out to that? How can you not dig that? Oh, my goodness gracious. Hey, uh, farmranchstore.com, farmranchstore.com. We got to make sure you guys uh, know that if you're buying a piece of dirt, if you own a piece of dirt, you got a deer lease, you got a ranch farm, uh, you got to know about farmranchstore.com. They have all the gear that you need, gates, fencing, feeders, they have a boar buster hog trap systems consistently demonstrating an ability to capture 88% of the identifiable hog populations in any given area. And hog, uh, was talking to Taylor Sims and she was telling me that, um, hog populations have exploded again. It's a huge resurgence in the hog populations. If you're a landowner, beware you need to know about boar buster hog traps good fencing good gates that's what a landowner needs where do you get them farmranchstore.com farmranchstore.com that's where the landowner goes to get their work done a few days before he turned 80 he was sitting out back in a rock he said what you been up to lately Told him chasing a dollar and in between sips of coffee, he poured this wisdom out. Said if you want my two cents on making a dollar count, buy, buy dirt. dirt. Find the one you can't live without. Uh, Get a ring, let your knee hit the ground. There's Do so much truth to that. Buy dirt. Buy dirt. Dirt talk is brought to you by our friends Jill and Ann at buybastropproperty.com. Buy Bastrop property.com their passion for small town and country living makes them uniquely suited for helping you find the perfect place away from the big city and if you need to sell that place in the big city they'll help you with that too jill loves getting to know their clients and is relentless in her efforts in finding the perfect place Anne's business law and paralegal background assures you all of the real estate puzzle pieces fit nothing makes them happier than a happy client 
buybastropproperty.com and you better together buybastropproperty.com um so in dirt talk today i just had to do a shout out to small town america so last night mrs graney our little town's probably i don't know ten thousand or something no it's not that many is there i think it's, it's more like 3500 but Tiny, you don't know tiny. I got eighty-seven in my town. <laughs> well, okay, we're we're a growing metropolis here. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, you're but, a big city. So we went last night. We went to the wine bar. Yeah, we got a wine bar and had dinner, and then we went next door to the uh, to the theater where they have a live play. They do live plays here. And they were doing uh, Young Frankenstein, a musical, <laughs> in this little building with fold-out chairs. And it was incredible. It was so much fun. It w- The play went for over two hours. And, I mean, we had so much fun. We have... Uh, uh, we went the other day we uh on fourth of july we wanted to see fireworks and our little town did this fabulous firework display and we parked on the side of an old country road dropped the tailgate and sat back there and uh with some other people along this country road and just watched the fireworks and i i just can't tell you how much uh i enjoy and in the exploration, looking at the place, looking at small town America, sometimes you're going, or at least I found myself going, what in the world would somebody do here? What in the world? And I'll tell you, there is more to do than we can do. We choose what we want to do, and, and we put the brakes on the other stuff. It's just, it's just amazing. And I also found a bakery for sale in <laughs> small town America. And I'm telling beefsteak, you better go over there and buy it. It's a, what it was. They want you to come in intern and take over the family bakery. Wow. And it's uh, not, and I wonder if there's room for buy. that cigar shop. I think, I think right so. Right next door to it. Yeah. Her. You can sell them both together. Be well, perfect. and the, the beautiful thing, too, I experienced driving back from Michigan last week was that, uh, you know, I've got 26 hours on the road. I'm listening to news channels and podcasts and just, you know, you get overwhelmed with what's going on in, in the world. And then I come home to we have in our little small town the longest running parade, Fourth of July parade west of the Mississippi I think it's like 177 years they've been doing this parade in a row. Regardless, uh, last year it was pouring down rain, and uh, the parade went on. This year was not the case, but just sitting there and listening to the Pledge of Allegiance, the a prayer before the parade, the Pledge of Allegiance before the parade, the national anthem before the parade. There wasn't some. There wasn't anybody kneeling. There was no politics in it. It was just America standing up for what America is and the freedoms that we have. <laughs> and gosh, it, it it was like, forget all that crap. Forget everything else that's going on. This is what America is. We're all Americans. Right here. Yeah. 
this is what it is. It was, you know, everybody from the area, people from outside the area, and we all came together with, you know, one thing, and that was, was to it? celebrate the foundation of this country that is, you know, the the uh, freest, strongest, and um, best country, hands down, to live in. And if you doubt that, then you should move somewhere else where you think it is better. What was and it you get told back me, with me? What was it you told me that uh, one float came around the corner and started coming down and everybody oh, I don't was even quiet. want to talk about, I wasn't even going to mention that. <laughs> and everybody what yeah, they it came was a to help of it was a float of uh, a certain political party and that it was doesn't funny. start with an R. Yeah. It Let's was, go uh, Brandon. Let's that go follows, Brandon. That well, follows no, C. No, they were they were uh, it was it was the yeah the democratic party float and nothing rude nothing like that it just got very quiet for a second as that float <laughs> went by it was very surreal to everybody took off their of hats in respect yeah hundreds <laughs> of people just you know um uh, flailing their arms and and excitement as floats went by and then it just got real subdued for a brief and what i there. thought was funny is you said they were throwing candy out and parents were saying telling their kids don't get that candy don't <laughs> well get- they weren't saying anything I, <laughs> I mean i didn't see any parents say don't get that candy i just saw that the candy was not getting kids weren't running out to grab that candy for whatever but they reason. did everybody else's oh yeah so that i candy a, ended up getting picked no up no government I, candy i have a buddy at church and we we new church new friends starting to become close with what? some guys new friends yeah and he was telling me he was telling me the other day he said uh he was we were talking about something and he said he voted for biden and i went what and he said i couldn't vote for that and and so i wanted to be mad i wanted to be like you jack leg what are you talking about and uh and then I thought, no, this is going to be great. <laughs> so we're going to have a lot of fun talking about gas prices and how things are working in his life and how things are going as we move forward. So just because somebody goes at it different and believes differently, um, it doesn't make them a bad person. It doesn't, you know, what America, the beauty about America is that we can we can have a healthy debate about whether you want a firearm or not a firearm, whether uh, what happens with the homeless people, what shouldn't happen with the homeless people. Um, wait, wait, we wait, wait a minute. A healthy, the right to a own a firearm. There's a right in a constitutional right to okay, bear arms. What I'm saying is we can talk about those things uh, and we can have disagreements about those things. Amen. Amen. But yep. what, what is, is what needs to be consistent is that hey man we're all in this thing together and uh and we need to stick together because what what the bad guys want is for us to be divided and that'll take us out that'll take us out and um and we we do live in the the most incredible country ever on the planet ever well, that's very well said, and Amen. I'm very proud of you for wow, not yelling outside of your normal uh, just a rant. 
about yeah, normal the blue? blinded side. So I'm very inclusive in my thoughts. In his new yes. in his new and world getting, with his he's getting more and more inclusive as he's getting older. And his new friends. Say that with sarcasm. <laughs> you know, I've been actually this is kinda cool. I've been studying the founding fathers. And uh, I so badly, of course, wanted to do Alexander Hamilton on the $10 bill because I happen to be related to him, I found out from a DNA study. But instead, I'm going to pick Benjamin Franklin. It was so, such a great quote. Well done is better than well said. Okay. okay. Well, well, done. Well, well said. Well said. Uh, I won't give you well done, but well said. Uh, this week's Psalms 143.10, the Bible verse, Teach me to do what pleases you, because you are my God. Guide me by your good spirit into the good land, a.k.a. United States of America. God bless Texas. America. I'm Cody Ryan. Same place, same time next week. All right, folks, want to encourage you to get a kid, take, get them off the couch, take them for a walk in the park, show them the birds, the trees, heck, take them hunting, take them fishing. We don't care what it is as long as you get them into the great outdoor zone. We're headed to church. Want to encourage you to find a good Bible-based church in your community somewhere. Men, get your, get your family to church. Hey, if you want to start a hunting and fishing ministry in your church, uh, we can help you with that. Go to kidsoutdoorzone.com, and we can help you with that. If you want to start uh, or if you need a speaker, at your church, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. If you uh, want to donate and be a part by donating to the program of Kids Outdoor Zone, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. Land, cars, vehicles, or cash. It'll help get a kid outside. KOZ, no kid left inside. All right, that's it for us in the Outdoor Zone. Share this podcast with your friends. Go to theoutdoorzone.com for more. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Ty Wire. Thank you, Cody. Thank you, Beef. God bless. Regulators, let's mount up. For $43, my friend lost his life. I'd love to spit some beach nut in that dude's eyes and shoot him with my old 45 because a country boy can survive. Country folks can survive. California and South Alabama and little towns all around this land.